Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. Therapists are clowns. <laughs> Gringos think therapy could fix everything. If you don't trust me, just trust me. What's the problem? Kyle, my life is private, okay? Speak my Spanish. <laughs> Y'all speak Spanish? Man, Manuel continues to deliver. He is so absurd. It's like, I just, I crack up every time he's on screen. And then there's, there's Ashley over here. Like, I just don't know. Is, are there red flags? <laughs> like, yeah. 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 There are. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She's like really seriously dickmatized. I mean, I it's, don't it, know. His, it, his cock must make her colorblind that she can't see all these red flags. Seriously. Uh, I, don't, he is, I don't get it. She, She's one of these people like very much like Kim on tow that is incapable of practicing what they preach. Tanya is mm. the same way. Oh yeah. Same thing. Like tries to project to the world this this image of um uber empowered feminist and then is settling for the most toxic machismo douchebag ever. Ever. Really? Yeah. That's... I mean hilarious, but <laughs> just ridiculous. Yeah, I it's really confusing and it, we've seen it before. Like we saw it with Molly and Luis. We saw it with Tanya and Sinjin. The sky is worse almost because he's hiding it less. And he definitely I appreciate like, that. <laughs> I do too. Oh, it's way better TV. Trust me. Because it's, it's so I mean, obvious I would, to the viewer. I would rather have that than Sinjin who is just like faking all of it and underneath the there's a very thin veneer and underneath he's like a disgusting person. Totally. But we called this in the beginning of the season like Manuel is the breadwinner for his kids and his family and because he's not working in Ecuador he's needing to send money home and he can't work. So he's sending Ashley's money home. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, it seems like he's asking her for the money and not doing uh, a Johan. For now. <laughs> I'm like, right does now, he have access like, to this? Like, I, what? I have no idea. I have no idea. We'll see how long it lasts that he's asking. But it's it's just it's funny to me that he in the preview, he's like so incredulous that she is confused about this <laughs> like sending money thing you know it's so great that he just assumed from day one they'd be sending a shitload of money back and she's like what these people don't talk unless it's with Ashley's vagina <laughs> I I just love that Ashley says Essentially, she says she feels like the side chick. And I'm like, yeah, because you are. <laughs> you yeah. you are. This guy has a wife and kids back in Ecuador. You are the side chick. <laughs> even if I, even I if love she's this. great TV. Even if she's literally not, like, even if he's not having some kind of affair or or has another relationship, he is treating her in a way that I think most 
American women would perceive as side chick behavior. Like he's not, he's not giving her the relationship that she wants, like even close. He says he doesn't want to tell her about his private life over and over and over again. And she nails it when she says in her ITM, I am your private life. (laughs) (laughs) We, we enjoy private life four times a day. Yes. (laughs) It's, Oh, Manuel, great, great casting. Um, I there, there was a lot of funny shit this episode. I just, Rob bringing this one sad single rose is like a metaphor for all of the effort he puts into anything in life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to make it up it to you. He says, I'm going to make it up to you for the rest of your life, starting with this rose. Wow. That would concern me, Sophie. That wasn't even a half dozen roses. I love that she literally calls him out for the exact same thing you told me the last time this happened. It's like, dude, you can go to Trader Joe's and get like a $12 bouquet. Instead, he just one rose from like whatever pharmacy was closest. It's sad. Rob makes me think that in high school, he saw the hottest girl on campus not having to put in any effort and thought to himself, that could be me. <laughs> I'm, I'm good looking. I can do nothing. And uh, women will just fall all over me, which, you know what, might actually be true for a short period of time. But then you're going to be miserable your entire it's... fucking life because you're not going to have real relationships seems to be working out for him which is really ang- I infuriating I just his apology was basically it could have been a lot worse yeah I could have put my cock in I mean I would have if I had the opportunity but I didn't so what's the problem it could have been a lot worse that, that, that was his apology I'm completely capable of doing far worse to you in this relationship, please accept me back because I didn't do the thing. It's, oh, Rob, I, I don't, I, she's just young. I have to remind myself she's 10 years younger because I can't find any other reason why Sophie is seemingly down to earth ish person is like taking this shit. It, it's, mm. but you know, Gino over here is hoarding old napkins from birthday parties 17 years ago. So I just don't know what to think anymore, Kyle. I, I don't a think napkin that's 17 years old. You know, come at me. I really do believe in this case. I believe that Gino just didn't know it was there. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. This man isn't keeping this stuff because he's sentimental. He's keeping this stuff for the same reason he's keeping that giant load in his toilet, which is he's just like a messy person. He's gross. Yeah. But you know that Jasmine's going to look through your shit. So like clean out your stuff before she arrives. Kim, he couldn't flush the toilet. (laughs) He's not going to go through his drawers. Yeah, you're right. I need to set my expectations a little lower. Your expectations need to be low, 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 low. 
He was also really busy at the strip club the night before she came. <laughs> Lower than the lowest quality we've ever had. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ass bongos is back, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Do you think we'll get more strip club footage next week? We're going to get way more than we could ever have wanted. Of I really Gino with an ass in his face. <laughs> Do you think we'll get some upper thigh saxophone as well? <laughs> God, I hope so. The thing, like, I wonder if at any point, okay, so listen, like, at the point of filming this season, this is two seasons after Jasmine had a male stripper shove his cock in her face. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Good recall. Well, I only remember that because that was one of my most successful memes ever. Uh, it's like, remember, like she was wearing green and he was wearing red and it just looked like a Christmas tree, like <laughs> dick in her face. And um, and then it, it it's never really come up since then. But Gino had to have seen that by now. So we'll see if there's a... Look, I get that he is the one who's violated trust, but now she has kind of violated trust too with this whole Dane money thing. Mm -hmm. So she's going to freak out, but this is, come on, this is like a wash at this point. Yeah. There, I, this was, was set up and don't tell me, you cannot convince me that Gino didn't know that Jasmine was not <laughs> the film crew there. Yeah, <laughs> like, a whole like Gino, day film crew, man. Gino, <sighs> you knew that this was going to be aired in some capacity on this that's show. Gotta be, that's got to be an interesting conversation with um, the film crew and their family families, huh? I had this? to film. Hey, babe, I'm sorry. I had to film Gino's bachelor party at a Michigan strip club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I have to have like, I, a hazard pay, man. I Just hope so. G it, flu Gino sitting there and fluids flying all over the place. Uh, it's just uh, a nightmare. I will say that uh, why I, was that like? Whose wife was that? A cousin? It doesn't matter. It's somebody it was in Dana. family. It was Dana's wife. I, well, she she set it up pretty pretty well, Dude. I would say. And she also gives two. She does not care that her husband was at a strip club. When when Jasmine's like, "What did they touch the strippers?" She's like, "Well, yeah, probably. Like they were there for a really long time." They were there for like 17 <laughs> hours in a row. <laughs> Gino, we need more ass bongo footage. <laughs> Kitty, get back here. So great. Oh, I love where's, it. Where's Misty? Gino really liked her. Get her back on stage. <laughs> this podcast and this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the holiday season, and honestly, I love the holidays. Yeah, I'm like one of those people, but I do struggle with the stress of all the extra social engagements, especially since I'm kind of an introvert. And I also know a lot of my friends do struggle with the holiday blues, either because of a loss in their family or just family drama that really kicks it up a notch during this time of year. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness and definitely some anxiety about it. 
adding something new like therapy to your life can counteract some of those negative feelings and can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change and something to look forward to and make you feel grounded during this time of year. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have time slotted to talk through the hard things that are going on in my life, my worries, frustrations, things that I'm anxious about, I'm better able to take care of the people in my life and actually enjoy this time of year a lot more. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries, and it empowers me to feel the best version of myself. It isn't just for those of us who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash cray cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash cray cray. And thank you to better help for sponsoring this episode and this podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's let's go to some big guns here. Let's uh, talk Ashley Emanuel. You are a grumpy kitty and you need a nap. I'm going to try that line on my significant other next time he makes me angry. <sighs> Speak Spanish. Hablo, hablo, hablo espanol. <laughs> I'm not really sure this therapist is helping. As much as she is translating. Yeah, that's... It it seems like an information gathering session. And (laughs) there's some translation happening. She really only... I mean, look. At the end of the visit, Manuel doesn't even agree to let her into his life more. Or to her her life more. He he just says... um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. And then they leave. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great stuff. Uh, they don't really, like, Manuel won't discuss anything. <clears throat> he just says, like, I want to be left alone. My private life is private. I don't want to tell you anything. I don't know how you even consider going through with a marriage with somebody that says this stuff to you. Do you think that it's a cultural difference or he's no. scamming? scamming 100 percent, and it's not like he said i am a private person i feel uncomfortable sharing things because of these experiences in my culture that i've had before and here's an example of why something i held i hold it close to the vest he he doesn't do that he's just like no No. i like my privacy and then like moves on like that's it We we do. See, it is like curious that I know Annalise from Peru and um, 
Manuel's from Ecuador, but they both are like hiding these relationships from their families. Yeah. And that is strange. It is like weird, but Well, look who they're with. Yeah. I mean, come on. Ashley is a and Clayton is a thumb person. Uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Ashley talks about how she hasn't met Manuel's kids. And she's like, yeah, why are you just now discussing this with a therapist? Is this something that you've discussed with Manuel? Like, hey, when am I going to meet your kids? Uh, I should probably meet your kids. It is crazy to me that this discussion being resolved in a positive way was not a prerequisite for Manuel to come to the United States on a K-1 visa in, in from yeah. Ashley's perspective. It's insane to me. I don't understand. This is again, like this is what we were talking about the intro, like the, the, the distance between what Ashley professes to believe and what she does is like, it's massive. It's ma- It's incredible. Yeah. I just, Manuel says, it's not like I'm never going to introduce her to my kids. You guys have been dating for like two years at least. I just have no plans to, even though we're about to get married. Send money. And then his excuse is she won't be able to understand my kids like Spanish. I don't know why that's true. She understands you. I know. And he kind of half says that he's afraid that she'll get mad at them and yell at them or something. Yeah. She says, Uh, he says Ashley's intense. Okay. (laughs) Like, okay. Okay. Here's another question that, that I, a follow up. Uh, why would you marry someone that you believe would be like verbally abusive to your kids? Great question. Why would you be on a reality TV show when you want your life to be private? (laughs) 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 My life is private. My kids are Uh, private. Okay. Ashley is also your private life. This is bizarre. I'm going to go on one of the most popular reality TV shows in history and just kind of tell everyone to go fuck the, can you, I wonder if the producers fucking hate him. Oh, I'm sure. And Ashley is like, they love Ashley and they just fucking hate his guts. How how frustrating would it be to be a production assistant and try to get this guy to like say things and tell and narrate what's going on. And he's just like, that's my private life. They they have to have a treasure trove of troll footage though. Oh yeah. Of them asking him things and him be, I bet they could do a super cut of him saying meh, or I'm not going to talk about that or just like completely ignoring the producers that they're going to play at the tell all. It's going to be, it's going to be hysterical. I can't wait for this guy at the tell all because you're put on the spot. I really hope he's there in person. It's not going to answer one question from Sean Robinson. <laughs> he's not gonna give a fuck either. It's gonna be great. So um, apparently he he's already sending money to people. Unclear at this moment if it's her money, but and he's where already is he getting it. How's yeah, he getting he, it? 
I don't know. But he he is he can't work, so he's already sending money to people, and she got mad about that, and he uses that her getting mad as a justification for not telling her anything. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's like five D chess over here, you know, but just a brilliant argument that you've constructed for this therapist who definitely did not see right through that. Kyle, I'm sorry I took $250 of your money and sent it to my friend in Ecuador. Don't ask me questions about it. It's my private life. And the fact that you got mad just makes me not want to tell you when I steal from you. (laughs) I'm dying to know where he got this $250. Like, has he been collecting change from trips to the grocery store? Did he just take it out of her wallet? Is he have a bank card? I need details. That's great. Uh, he's going to continue to do this, though. He said that, didn't he He make a comment? I need to send them more money in a couple weeks. Something to that effect. <laughs> of course. Because no one's working over there anymore. <laughs> so, of course, it's to send money. Yeah. This is what we said a couple weeks ago. Like he just fucking bounced, and yeah, he probably mumbled something about gotta go to work. And Papa went to go get some cigarettes, and that was it. So of course he has to fucking send money. Yeah. But Kyle Manuel says it's hard for him because he's always lived alone. So hard. I have, I have multiple uh, kids. And I, I, I've always lived alone. Didn't he live with his mom? Yeah. So fucking funny. I think he probably lived with his wife or like mother of his children. Maybe they're not married. Actual wife. (laughs) Yeah. And I, this is just, this is the same as Rob saying I'm transitioning from being single to having a girlfriend. Yeah. Manuel's also transitioning. <laughs> everything in Beyonce. everything in due time. Uh yeah. so they go to a restaurant where it's unclear if they actually ever ate anything even though Ashley orders half the menu. Um and where he immediately professes that the therapist was a clown. And uh <laughs> she helps you not us, which look, I have to say he might I think that's kind of fair. <laughs> but <laughs> But listen, like, what was, if you're that therapist, like, what are you, how are you supposed to stay neutral? That was, like, anyone would be like, oh, yeah, you gotta do a lot of things differently, bro. Ashley, maybe you should come on your own next week. (laughs) Ashley, maybe you should break up with him and go to individual therapy to discover why you are with this person in the first place. I think that's priority number one, honestly. I feel like you can't do couples therapy unless they first validate that you both want to be there. Isn't that the first (laughs) thing that they ask you? That seems important. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like if you go to um, Alcoholics Anonymous or (laughs) Narc... Finish your thoughts, sorry. No, if you, like, go to AA, like, the... The fir- like you have to be there willingly for it to work, you know. I think it's the same with like any type of therapy. I just completely disagree because if that was true, then we would never have couples therapy on any of these reality shows because every every single fucking time one of them is drug there, usually literally screaming. 
That's true. Do you remember? Do you remember Florian at Surprise <laughs> Couples Therapy? <laughs> oh, how could I forget anything with Florian? Surprise Couples great. Therapy is extremely productive. I don't know if you knew that. Very ethical as well. I've heard. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's it's a uh, super good sign when you trick someone. Just yeah. generally to go to therapy. He's like Manuel says, I've always been fine. I don't have any problems yeah. like to discuss with the therapist. His, his life is perfect. He has no problems. His life is perfect. He's never done anything strange and everything's great. Yeah. He God, we should all be so, why are we making fun of this guy? We should all be so lucky that our life is so perfect. Honestly, he's Manuel, a hero. We didn't know we needed it seems like his life is pretty chill and like, I'm a little jealous that he can be that relaxed. <laughs> I mean, the guy no just gets to fuck and fuck and send money and dick around on a burner phone, I guess. Uh, he literally tells Ashley in that restaurant that her opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's good her stuff. excuse he says, Anda, which means like, get out of here. Like, ciao, bye. He literally doesn't care if she leaves. This is like what we saw in the preview for Sarper in tow. Where he's yeah. like, book a ticket. Uh, but Ashley's excuse for staying with him is that they've been together or they, it took him two years to get the visa and she doesn't want to give up after 30 days. Sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I hate it when couples say this. They're like, well, we've been together for seven years. It's like, yeah, you wasted a lot of time. You should okay, break up right. a day. Totally. So you want to be together eight years and then break up? Like, he, he has told you to your face that he's not changing. And it's not like he's not changing because he's afraid. He's changing because he thinks things are great. <laughs> so like, why? Like, what's the incentive? Even uh, Rob was like, I'm even Rob, like sort of admitted to a little bit of immaturity. You know, he's, I'm transitioning from being single. Manuel doesn't even do that. He just says, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> He really has uh, like a lot of confidence. I got to respect it. It's so embarrassing yeah. though when they leave this restaurant and they're like fighting in the parking lot and Manuel just opts to walk home. He won't even get in a car with her. He's so mad. Unclear how far they are from her house, but clearly they haven't had sex in like six hours because the, otherwise this wouldn't be happening. This needs to be resolved immediately. Thank you. With the sex magic. Yes. <laughs> Uh, anything else about these two? No. What if Manuel, what if Manuel is actually just like a totally normal guy? And I don't know how that would be. <laughs> He's just a family man that just wants to be with his family in New York City. They just, you know, we're we're getting all the bad fights here. He's playing it up a little bit. But no, that's just not possible. He's just, he's acting like, um, like a... A man from the 40s. 
And you know what I mean? Like he just expects to fuck and put dinner on the table and we're not going to really talk. Things are great. He's he's acting like a white, like a tall white man with a job at General Motors in like 1939. (laughs) Therapy. Therapy. That's for red commies. Things are working out great for Manuel. He's got no problems, zero problems. Everything is great for him. You gringos think therapy can fix anything. If you want to hear where'd you get that this holiday season, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Kyle, I shop on Uncommon Goods quite a lot, especially through the pandemic. It's pretty awesome. I have a go-to gift that is the sourdough starter kit. It's great. I haven't gotten one of these. I know. I Well, maybe you will this year. Uh, and I just recently got like a grow your own basil kit and a truffle making kit. I really liked like the making food kits. It was a go-to during COVID and I still am really into them. And last year for Christmas, I got a boomers versus millennials card game. <laughs> that was actually like a, a huge hit at the holidays and we all played together. It was super fun. That's great. Yeah. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. To get 15% off your next gift, go to UncommonGoods.com slash CrayCray. That's UncommonGoods.com slash CrayCray for 15% off. Don't miss out on the limited time offer at Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. That was the sound of the NutriSense biosensor. It's this little device that you put on the back of your arm, and then it provides you with real-time feedback on how your body responds to food that you're eating, exercise, stress, even your sleep. With NutriSense, you just take a photo of your meal, which is really easy. I always wanted something that did this. I just want to take a picture of the meal. You adjust the portion size for NutriSense, and it does the rest. NutriSense helps you track your data, see your glucose trends, and understand your macronutrient breakdown for each meal. You also get an overall glucose score for each meal based on your body's response. And here's what's awesome. You're also matched with a board-certified nutritionist. You're not just left on your own. Um, So the nutritionist will help you review your data and answer all of your questions, plus they can help you with a personalized nutrition plan so that you can achieve your goals. You should try NutriSense today. It will open your eyes in a profound way for how your food and your exercise and your lifestyle choices are affecting you. What's more, it empowers you with real-time feedback loop showing the consequences of the food and lifestyle choices that you're making. It's a powerful tool for understanding your body and affecting positive change in your life specifically. You can get all of this today. NutriSense has a special offer for our listeners. Visit NutriSense.com. 
dot com slash cray cray and use code cray cray to start decoding your body's messages and pave the way for a healthier life. Be sure to tell them that you learned about NutriSense on the 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray podcast. That's NutriSense.com slash cray cray to save $30 off your first month plus get a month of board certified nutritionist support. And thank you to NutriSense for sponsoring this episode. Let's move on to Annalie and Clayton. We know no guinea pigs. No guinea no pigs. Guinea pig episode. Yeah. Very disappointing. Also, no fucking. Doesn't look like it looks like that problem continues. You know what Girl. there is though? There's a really mean sister. And there's Ooh. a mom that has really Ooh. dug into her closet to get out her fancy clothes her for Sunday this lunch best. date. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think oof. mom, like, I think mom actually really likes her. Mom is being so cringely, sickly sweet. She's trying really hard. She's so socially awkward, but mom means well. Truly. I think she does. I think she does. So far, we'll see when they actually live together more than 10 minutes. But I mean, uh, she she kind of says Te Amo again this week when she kind of leans <laughs> over notice. and gives her a side hug. I was like, oh, it was weird, but she means well. <laughs> um, who doesn't mean well is her is his sister. But before yes. that, we have this whole sex conversation. Um which isn't really a conversation. It's really more like, don't touch me. In fact, don't even kiss me. Uh, your mom is right there. Right there. This She's already so determined the thickness of the walls. <laughs> she does say the material in which his apartment is made from is not conducive to making noise in one room and having the mom in the closet not hear it very close by. I really do think. Gypsum. Yeah. I really do. I was cringing so hard watching this and like audibly saying things like, Ugh. but I do think Annalie is just really nervous with the cameras filming and with the mom being nearby. We'll see if they go to a hotel. I think she just looks really uncomfortable in front of the camera, which is like a normal person thing to feel. Yeah, she's not, um, she doesn't have like boss bitch energy. <laughs> so, no. it, and she, first of all, like, yeah, the camera doesn't turn her on. Mom being right there doesn't turn her on. Kim, she hasn't fucking showered yet, which by the way, slept in bed before showering. Jesus. Ding, ding, ding. Why? Bingo card. <sighs> yeah. And, She's fucking tired. She wants to sleep the entire day. And he, what's his idea? Put her on a goddamn horse. Yeah, I, I'm divided about the horse thing. I, because I would be on, look, I would be on sex strike too. <laughs> it's actually quite sweet that he planned a, an activity for her. Like most of these people, the significant other shows up and they're like, what do you want to do? Go to, go to Walmart. Let's go uh, to D and B's. <laughs> Let's play ski ball. I haven't washed the sheets or like cleaned my house at all, but you know, let's just uh let's have sex and then maybe go down to like the pharmacy or Target or something. Like that's it. He's actually like this looked fun and nice and well, I don't know about fun. It was just a horse like walking in a circle. 
looked pretty sad, but it was pretty. Do you want a sirloin steak and a wedge salad in a ski ball <laughs> and and hoops setting? <laughs> I've got tickets. I can buy you a pencil. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, maybe he should have taken her to Dave and Buster's, but only after she had a day to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then Clayton asks Annalie after the horseback riding, which looked like three minutes of walking in a circle. Why don't you post about us on social media? This is like, this does make me a little skeptical of Annalie because she says, well, I couldn't just like tell my dad I'm engaged to this guy I met four days ago. I'm like, that's totally fair. But the engagement happened like over two years ago. Yeah. It's so, like warm him up over time. I know. There's no excuse now. I'm worried for Clayton. <sighs> it's hard because like, I don't, first of all, like I don't believe for a second that anything in this entire scenario is conducive to sexiness like at all <laughs> true absolutely nothing but um on the other hand the whole social media my dad is sensitive thing it does it feels flimsy to me um i don't know like at what point does it change yeah. Her, 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 her plan is to make it seem like they met at, uh, on the, on this education trip that she said, or work trip. I don't remember if she said she was going for school or for, for work, I think work. Right. But, um, and just, but that means then that if, if the, if the story is that we just met on this work trip and then we got married so quick. Uh, then that is even faster than the thing that you're embarrassed about. Yeah. It seems like having met online is the actual problem, right? Maybe, but he did visit. Did, so how did the visit work? Did she just say, I'm going on a trip with my girlfriends and then bang and bang and bang? She said she had to go on a work trip. Okay, so that was like that. part of his. Yeah, he said that to mom last week. He was like, you know, I didn't meet her family when I was in Ecuador because she would say, oh, I have to go on a work trip and they'd go to a different city and hang out. Yeah, it's really bad. Like that, like when I guess I could see it being concerning that you have an American boyfriend and you're going overseas to marry him and you have 90 days like, OK, fine. But. What would be wrong with just introducing my boyfriend that he happens to be from America and like, yeah, we, we met pretty cool. Just, okay. Like here, here's the scenario. Just have them meet him and maybe just don't tell them that you're already engaged. Like, is, yeah. can that be, can that be a compromise? But she like, didn't even want him, him to meet them. Say like, Oh, I met this guy out. I don't know. He was visiting Ecuador and like, oh, now he, you know, we've been kind of talking and dating and he's going to come back and visit. And he wants to meet you. Like fly out there and meet her family and act like you've just been chatting. I don't know. There's so many ways to go about it. Or just, yeah, just make it better. seem like it's not as serious as it is, but just meet them and get the vibe. 
you know, which may be, I think the real, the real reason is that for one thing, I think she's just embarrassed of him. He's socially awkward. He's socially awkward. He's like kind of, he's a, an interesting looking guy. Um, if I'm being mean and, um, I don't know how like the th- I, I think it also is a socioeconomic thing because it's like the vibe that I'm getting is that her parents are pretty well off. And I wonder if they would judge him for the way that he lives with his mom in a little apartment and he's not rolling in it. I, I, I wonder if they just wouldn't get it or they would think that she's above him. Yeah, that could be part of it for sure. I do wonder about that. And this is this is really suspect. Um the th- the thing that he does have going for him is that Clayton speaks really good Spanish. So at least he'd be able to talk to her parents. Yeah. I don't I mean he's still awkward, but uh she shuts down this conversation though, and that's also sus. Like I don't want to talk about this anymore. And she just like gets up and ends the conversation. It's just, for me, it's strange because you should be strategizing with your significant other. It sounds like she's strategizing on her own and he keeps asking her like, when am I going to meet your family? And she just keeps shoving it off and he's a pushover. So he's like, okay, like strategize together about how to make it work. That's what's most concerning to me. That and the sister situation, Brandy. Woof. Wow. I guess if this was meeting the family is going to be like on her side, maybe they don't want to. It's, it is strange, though, that both the mom and Brandy also say like they didn't know much about Annalie. The sister, it seems, didn't know I, that she existed yeah. either. No, that that is strange. You would think that Clayton would be shouting from the rooftops. Uh, yeah. To anyone that would listen about, but I, I just think that he's, I think, I think he's just very introverted. I, and he also, he hasn't been in a, in a relationship this serious and he, I don't, he doesn't know how to act. I also wonder how close is he with his sister? You know, it seems like the <sighs> only person, the only two people that he talks to on a day to day basis outside of work are that gamer guy that he's never actually met in real physical life and his mom. And it makes me wonder, like, does he talk to his sister that often? We just don't know. Like, why doesn't she know about Annalie? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I think the the only the only thing I can think is that, uh, which is maybe a little bit borne out by what we saw this episode. Maybe his sister is just straight up fucking racist, <laughs> and he didn't want to tell her. Like, seriously. Like it is the elephant in the room that's not being addressed is that she's shitty, not necessarily because she's overprotective, which isn't something to fucking brag about. Overprotective necessarily means you're doing too much, girl. I think that she is upset and mad that she doesn't speak. She speaks English and she just wants to for a green card. She's an immigrant. I think she's a fucking terrible person. My sister is either really nice or really horrible. Wow. That means horrible. That means horrible. There's not a single fucking person on earth that is always insanely evil. 
like 99% of the time. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah. Simon from the Tinder swindler, I'm sure is a swell guy once in a while. He's if also either ass- really nice or really horrible. If you're, if you're frequently an asshole intermixed with being a lovely person, that makes you a fucking asshole. <laughs> But Kyle, they're gonna they're gonna go drink bourbon because sister likes to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's take the problem drinker that always starts yelling racist shit at immigrants to to a bourbon tasting. This looked lovely, by the way. It looked, it looked really, really cool. good. I want to yeah. do it. I want to. It's like like the number one reason to visit Kentucky. Like they ain't horses for says. me. Man. No, it's definitely bourbon. Well, he wants her to get loose. That's his. Hi. <laughs> she gets loose, but not in the Hi. way that he it, wants. It's so nice to meet you. What's with your social media? Like, who the fuck? It's so dumb, dude. It's so She's stupid. immediately so clearly annoyed that he, like, she can't talk to Annalie. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, I feel like I'm, like, asking her questions, but I have to talk to you. And I mean, I under like, didn't you expect that? I'm sure he told you that she doesn't speak English and that he speaks really good Spanish so they can communicate. So bring your translator app or figure it out. There's so many options nowadays. I don't know her intentions. What she wants intentions? a green card. What? Is this season it's two? Great. Look, I mean, <laughs> she she understood the assignment for Matt Sharp. You know what I mean? She did. And it's just, it's so funny to me that it's always the people with the absolute least or like the worst kind of living situations that the relatives are like, you're just using this person. Like Jasmine's (laughs) just using Gino. Like you're really, you think Annalie is using Guinea pig boy to live among the sawdust in the, in the animal shit and the mom in the club. You think she's using him? His most wow. prized possession is his gaming mouse. Yeah. Like, come on, man. What is she getting out of this? I guess, like, look, the the idea. Okay, f- even, f- like, let's assume the worst case scenario, that she's here for a green card, and as soon as she gets it, she will abandon him and go build her own life. Yeah. The The astounding stupidity and ignorance it takes to believe that her life without speaking English, and I don't think that she's college educated, I could be wrong, for an immigrant who came here that doesn't speak English with literally no money to hang out in a hoarder house for a couple years and get a green card, and then the life life's just going to be magical for her, is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever heard. It really is. It's real. It's infuriating. Like... And and Clayton says, well, I can't imagine her like faking a relationship for two and a half years just to come here and people get a green card. People do it all the time, Kim. I'm like, what people? Who? What people, Have you watched Brandy? 90 Day Fiance? The, the fact is, is that the people on this show that are faking it, there's actually, not, I don't think that many. They don't last more than like six months. <laughs> like I know. At most. Lou Hayes, that motherfucker, like he made it five months. He was out of there. And the last cast member that went to Kentucky has not fared very well. So 
Yeah, how's how's Karini doing lately? All all oh. roses, right? Karini would have been much better off staying in Brazil with her family. Let's just put it in that way. The fucking jungle. Like mm-hmm. one of the deepest jungles. I don't know. Yeah. Based on what she we've seen. Been way happier and way better off there. All she had to do was wait until she was 18 and pull with a lost interest. Then Brandy, I don't know if she's drunk or this is just her personality. I just I just love sorry. that you just move on from that. I'm sorry. It took a hot second for that to sink in. <laughs> Brandy is just okay, I'm over it. Just it's fine. Just get married. I'm gonna cry. I yeah. I think Annalise is, is a... pissed at me and I don't give a fuck. Okay. This is funny because she talks herself into this. <laughs> That's the funny part. I know. At, at no point did Clayton, Annalie, or Mom say like anything concerning, really at all, except like the you know the the very quick little story about why her parents don't know. That's all it took. It was like, well, this was fun. I'm over it. Fine, get married. I'm gonna cry. And like I've never, we've never seen an ancillary character storm off like this so quickly over so little. It was great. Yeah, it. <laughs> Annalie and Clayton literally did nothing. I, I'm interested if Brandy will be. I mean, clearly she's gonna come around. She'll be at the wedding. Whatever. Maybe she's she'll live in a closet Cam. with them. She's overprotective. I don't know. You remember um, Gabe's sister didn't come to the wedding. I don't know. There's a Oh, precedent. my God. If I were Gabe, I would still be pissed about that. Yeah. She a precedent was... has been set. Ugh. Not good. All right. All right. Let's. Uh... <laughs> Apparently, Let's it's been to... hours that she's been sobbing in a parking lot. Hours, according to her. <laughs> This I don't believe that this scene You're was dead, like you know you're dead buy me tickets now. <laughs> this scene was eight minutes long. I think <laughs> it was like you abandoned me, Jesus. I just I don't even know what happened. It was like Jasmine was screaming. Production's trying to console her. Gina's trying to console her. We learn nothing. I just, uh, she talks about her father abandoning her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, he reminds her. I, I loved when he reminded her of all the evidence reports, <laughs> which is a great okay. callback. Thank you for that, Gino. Um, when like, every, you're, all you're, those times you called me, I was all I always answered. I was always available. Don't you remember all the times that I was picking up macaroni grill and you were on FaceTime with me? Oh man. She's like, yeah, yeah. But she does talk about like her band or basically she's got daddy issues. She's like, I understand, but we knew that. The best part of this is not the eight minutes that we see her still screaming in the parking lot. It's when she's cleaning. <laughs> Chino runs out to like do something nice, which is like get her dog some stairs and some new clothes. Meanwhile, Jasmine is like Going through all his drawers yeah. to find evidence. Finding <laughs> so, finding reasons to be angry. <laughs> oh, my God. The shit she finds is so funny. A napkin from his 40th birthday party, which is an offense because his ex-wife threw that for him. A Kama Sutra book, 
because they've only done one position of Kama Sutra, a love letter that says you I thought, turn I me kind on of every day. I interpreted that as saying they've only ever done one position generally, missionary. Oh. And then right. like, well, come on, you pissed on his face in a hot tub. That's got to count as another position. <laughs> there were butt plugs earlier this season. Yeah. Let us not forget. Never forget. The love letter was so funny when she said, she says oh you turn me on every day. I wish I was that lucky. I wish she turned me on every day. <laughs> that the fact that she reads it is so savage. So good. <laughs> Rose. And then, and then, his. Why does he have like a a notebook to practice Spanish, and he only writes one word? That's, okay, so that's that's totally <laughs> fabricated, though. She's like, this is where he was learning Spanish. I'm like, there is zero evidence he was learning Spanish. All you found was a piece of paper that said "bitches" on it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this could mean any number of things. Who knows? I, I, she still kind of took the best interpretation of finding that piece of paper, you know? That's true. He's putting it, in some effort. <laughs> no, not really. I think he just wrote bitches in Spanish one day <laughs> in a rage about you. Well, we also know that he was learning Portuguese with the Rosetta Stone. And, of course, she's pissed because she thinks it's for his ex-wife. But he's like, it's for work. I was, I went to Brazil for six months for work. I had to like learn some Portuguese. Clearly, I don't learn languages because I'm in love with someone. I mean, case in point, you know. Jasmine just proves that she's crazier than Gino and all these. He, I, I'm kind I'm not like team Gino with this, but I truly don't think that Gino is keeping this stuff for any sentimental value. He just never throws shit away and doesn't clean. I mean, is there fresh jizz on the napkin? Then... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't think that he has like a shrine to his ex-wife. No. Yeah. I don't think so either. The, I just... the baby talking of the dog really, um, don't come at me, but that was a little concerning. <laughs> I'm sure uh, like we, everyone talks to their dog in a different voice, but like she's having an entire conversation with the dog, <laughs> with, with the dog, like speaking to her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little on camera. Kyle, that's not what's most concerning. What's most concerning is that Jasmine went to his ex-wife's Instagram, <sighs> has a screenshot of the ex-wife's dog and then has a side-by-side -side comparison <laughs> saved in her phone of the ex-wife dog versus Coco. This is insane behavior. I don't understand the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory, she says, quote, she's trying to replace us. Like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Also, I, do we have any proof? Okay, let's just entertain this for a second. We don't <laughs> even have proof that she got the dog after Jasmine got Coco. No. This dog could be like nine years old. We have Kyle, no idea. Kyle, how do we idea. know it's her dog? This could be like a relative's dog or like. I don't, Kyle, I don't know. This is, this is great. She's so stalking stupid. this woman. It's <laughs> so stupid. She's using Photoshop to put the pictures of the dogs together. It's awesome. I, it's I so, just ever so unhinged. 
I would be more concerned about the hoarding of junk and just like the general like dirtiness of the house than finding any one of these items individually. Right. Yeah. But it's so funny that she literally rifled through every drawer in this house and collected a coffee and she table full it. of evidence. She assembles it yeah. onto the table. <laughs> it's so good. The and greatest so evidence happy report. When he comes home. He's oh, like, oh honey, I got the stairs. Oh, oh. My, uh, some memories. Go oh, cool. I think he's like excited to go down memory lane for a second. <laughs> he is. He's like, oh, that's for my 40th birthday party. Until until he realizes what's happening. Then the, the nail salon date with Michelle makes this 20 times worse. <laughs> oh my God. This is great. I'm mean, at, at, first, at first, you know. Hey, she's kind of got a friend. This is cool. You know, this makes me wonder if she does get along with Gino's family off camera. Like you just don't go get your nails done with somebody you hate. Oh, well, yeah, I just, the way I interpret my conspiracy theory about this, my, my tinfoil is that Michelle is a fucking agent of chaos sent Mm. by Dana to Mm -hmm. throw dynamite at this relationship until it explodes, because I just don't believe that she not only, okay. It's one thing to give away that he had a bachelor party like that. That's an oopsie. Okay. Maybe I could see that, but then she keeps going like, yeah, they went to a strip club and uh, I'm sure that lots of women were touching him all over. Like she just keeps going and going and just, so funny. it's, it's, it's a tailor-made speech to trigger Jasmine. You know what I mean? It just doesn't feel like it. It's either that she actually thinks that's how you behave as a true friend. And she's like trying to be honest because she, she cares about her. That's option a, which I don't believe. (laughs) Or I don't either. (laughs) B she's intentionally trying to stir shit up either for TV or because Gino's family fucking hates her. It's great either way. She also is like the questions she asks are kind of trolling questions. Like, how's it yeah. going being with Gino 24 like seven? That, <laughs> How that's the fuck a do you think? Question. <laughs> Not great. And then when she asks about, oh, you know, Gino kept the stuff and Michelle immediately says, well, Dana's kept some stuff. I just don't care. It's just not a big deal. Yeah. Jasmine's immediately kind of calms down about it. She kind of expects Michelle to be on her side and say, well, that's not acceptable, but Michelle's having a, I think having another woman tell you, tell her that she's overreacting a little bit, gets her to take a step back and consider if this is her own mania. I think it's, I I think it's, uh, depending on how long you live with someone, I could see being upset about this. But I think she has to know that Gino is just kind of a little like mini. He's not even a hoarder. He's just a really, really lazy bachelor, gross dude. Yeah. That's all this is. Yeah. I should, maybe you should like trust Gino a little more. <laughs> what a crazy thought. Uh 
But yeah, the bachelor party, we get like some sapia toned flashbacks. I want oh 20 God. times more bachelor party content. Did the women touch him? Did oh, yeah. a woman oh, touch yeah. Gino? Uh, it was a bachelor party. I'm sure he got touched. Oh, so dark. Smash oh, cut to ass bongos. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will ever top the original Ari and Benny ass bongos, but and Kim, this will be a you close know, second. You, okay, obviously they're going to fight about this a lot, but you know that we're going to see all this footage at the tell-all just to fuck with her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I I hope I hope he got handsy. It's going <laughs> to be a disaster. That's dark to say cuz like I don't wish on any woman for like Gino to have his hands all over her but for the purposes <laughs> of reality television this is this could get bad. <laughs> it's just going to be a tr- fucking trainer. It just I love how they they teased this lipstick thing for the since the first preview. And yeah, it was an explosion, but in terms of the Jasmine Gino scale, look, this was over in 48 hours. This was like a minor blip. Oh yeah. She's going to like think that the lip the lip gloss is from the bachelor party, right? These are my stripper Gino. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you super bummed that this podcast is just about over? Do you want to hear Kyle and I talk about 90 Day Fiance the other way and other reality TV? Or maybe you just hate ads? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about other shows of the 90 Day franchise and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month, so about the cost of a Starbucks, and it's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice, especially with Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about one and a half to two hours long, where we discuss all the couples and 90 Day Gossip with no ads. And our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip, any other 90-day shows that are currently airing. Currently, that's 90-Day Fiancé, The Other Way, or Toe Season 5, and The Family Chantel final season. Uh, And we occasionally chime in on Plathville, Gold Bachelor, some other stuff that's going on in reality TV. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Kyle, do you have any? Thanks for listening, guys. No, I have nothing. No final thoughts? I have no thoughts at all. I'm Gino and Jasmine <laughs> out of final thoughts, Kim. Yeah, I feel dumber, uh, but yeah. happier. Yeah. that's It's been five years of that. I'm really like hitting my <laughs> dumb stride, I feel like. Oh, that's great. Uh, I liked this episode, though, generally. I thought it had some good, funny parts to it. I laughed out loud five on five occasions, I counted. And... Uh, Gino and Jasmine, I thought I'd be more sick of them by now, but they really are continuing to bring it. It's, it's just the, the really roller coaster. Stuff. It's every episode, something new happens and it's resolved and we're on to the next thing. It's just absurd. Bitches on the notebook had me rolling. And it, 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 it's everything that was extrapolated 
from that. that. Oh, he was learning Spanish. Oh, he was learning Spanish just in this notebook. How do you deduce that? All it is is like a blank notebook with bitches written on it. That's it. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this was fun. Um, we'll be back Thanks, next week. Thanks, bitches. Thanks. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.